Welcome to the Bob Siegel Show podcast on the Cross Global Media Radio Network. Visit cgmradio.com slash bob to subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform. And this is Bob Siegel, but I'm not alone here with me in the studio, not on the phone from Texas. So this time he doesn't have to talk about how he misses Mexican food in San Diego. Jim Barrier himself, and always good to have Steve Hesselbeck, mutual friend of Jim Barrier and myself, person who's been in the media for many, many years. Steve, welcome back to our program. Thanks a lot, Bob. All right, Jim, what yeah. do you guys have for us tonight? Man, the world's coming to an end. <laughs> I think about that line. Was it Bill uh, Saturday Night Live guy? Anyways, Bill Murray. Yeah, oh, Bill Murray. Do- yeah, Bill Murray. Dogs and cats are sleeping together. <laughs> but <laughs> well, now it would be dogs are identifying as cats. cats yeah, are which that I'm dogs. okay with. No, but this whole man, this fox fallout. And not to, we don't want to harass another network or anything, but there's well, crazy stuff. Well, if they're compromising, we don't want to say a lot of kind things about them either. Oh, don't sugarcoat it, Bob. <laughs> uh, so when it really hit was when Tucker Carlson left. Whether he was fired, resigned, we'll talk about all of that, but they had a mutual parting of the ways. Yeah, sure they did. <clears throat> Speaking of this mutual parting of the ways, yeah. anybody that listened to our show last week, and Jim was on the air with me by phone, yep. I had mentioned that Dan Bongino yeah. had just left Fox yeah. News, and I said in passing, I'm surprised Tucker is still there, and I wonder how much longer he will remain. I got the news the very next morning that well, he had left. Sir, I perceive that thou art not a prophet. <laughs> <laughs> Well, like I always say, a trained chimpanzee could make these predictions because they're pretty obvious. Yeah, I remember that. But it's kind of been a domino thing that's been going. There have been a number of people that have left. Lou Dobbs left right after the election. Yeah. But this one, you know, one, Tucker... I don't know if there's anybody more popular than him. He's the number one show on Fox. He was the number one cable news show, period. But we were talking about this before the show. I think the powers that be these days don't care about making money, and they don't care about ratings. They care that they can go into a bar and have their liberal friends pat them on the back and give them a high five. Yeah. Yeah. They care about their ideology. Yeah. And I talked to Steve about it, and he's way more knowledgeable about media stuff than I am. And I said, man... Why don't you come on a show and let's just share ideas and stuff. But we're still kind of in the wake of this thing. It, that was it was only a few days ago. Yeah. yeah. So uh, and I, my understanding was that his Monday show was all ready to go, and yeah. I kind of heard an inside report from somebody who knows somebody who knows Tucker. <laughs> yeah, I know that guy. <laughs> somebody who knows somebody who knows somebody else. Yeah. That it was a dispute. I know we're hearing all kinds of things about the Dominion machines and yeah. some kind of sexual harassment lawsuit, but apparently it was, according to this source, yeah. It was about censorship of the specific show Tucker was going to do a week ago, Monday mm-hmm. night. And nobody knows That's what, what I've is. heard. That And that makes more sense to me. You know, if Fox News is going to start censoring people because of something that's offensive or politically incorrect, we're in deep kimchi. Well, and even some of their other conservative hosts, Laura Ingram, Sean Hannity, and even for a while, Tucker, I should say, they went dark about the election right after the election. But in the last month or so, Tucker was starting to talk about it again. And you mentioned that he was talking about the January 6th stuff. We were promised we were going to see a lot more footage. All of a sudden, he stopped talking about that. So somebody back there is tapping him on the shoulder saying this has to stop. Yeah. And apparently he'd had enough of it and told them to take a hike. One of the things you mentioned was the Murdoch thing. Steve, You had, uh, give me some of your feelings about what you think might be happening. 
Well, it's no secret that even though Murdoch is, you know, he, he, he's the one originally brought us a conservative television station or, or a cable outlet yeah. to begin with, but they in themselves are not necessarily conservative people. And but if there's a market, there's, yeah, there's a market. <laughs> and so, oh, so even Rupert Murdoch, the dad, is not that conservative? Not at all. Oh, I hadn't realized that. But he, you know, he, knows but he was smart enough to know when he's making a good buck. He's a very smart man. You hear and read stories that the sons are taking more and more control. Mm -hmm. he's, he's not a young man anymore. And they're even less in the conservative field than his dad. So we don't know. There's so much swirling around. There's rumors that they want to ultimately get rid of Fox or change it into something else. So, But the tapping on the shoulder that you mentioned, Bob, is absolutely what's been going on behind the scenes. That Dominion lawsuit, you know, that's three-quarters of a billion dollars that they settled with. That's not chump change. Now, that may come out of insurance. We don't know how that was paid, but that's got to hurt. And so, the talking points we always hear about that is it was debunked in court. Excuse me, folks. It wasn't allowed to go two chords. Right. That's the real story. Yeah, it was settled. So there's a lot swirling around. It makes me wonder what's going to happen to the other more popular hosts. You know, the, the, the Five is one of their number one shows that they have. Is that is that going to go away? or? And Greg Gutfeld, funny as he is, he doesn't, doesn't need hold Fox. back. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't hold back either. And who knows what's going to happen with him next? Yeah, I think we're at one of those critical mass points I can see it right now. Fox News fires Greg Gutfeld, hires Jimmy Kimmel. I can just see it. You know, I'm a pacifist, but I might come over and slap you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Gutfeld's show has he's better ratings dude. than he all the late funny, night shows. Yeah, he's the king of late night yeah, right he's, now. He's, he's funnier than heck. He's got a bizarre sense of humor. There's never been anybody quite like him. Yeah, and I remember he was just doing little spots on the sports thing on Wide World of Sports or whatever show it was. But, you know, it's no secret, it shouldn't be a secret that in the world of media, particularly the entertainment world, and, and to some degree what we're doing is, is kind of entertainment. It's news, but... Well, it's entertaining when we're on the air. Of course it is. <laughs> well said. It is predominantly left-wing. That's why I don't want to watch award shows anymore. I don't want to hear them get up and... No, and, it's just Trump sucks, Trump yeah, sucks, yeah, Trump yeah. sucks. That's the whole award show. But a lot of entertainment in the it's sports tedious. world, pardon me, Lakers fans, but I'm sick to death of LeBron. Have been for a while. And in the movies, in TV, on the radio, it's very left-leaning. My wife, who you both know, years ago said, you know, I think the phrase in the Bible is the prince and the power of the airwaves. Good. And so there's been uh, nothing new about that. But Fox has kind of been like the last bastion on a big scale. There's yeah, some other Newsmax. Conservative talk radio and yeah. the Internet. That's been the new media. Yeah. To me, it, it's a concerning thing. Now, I'm, I'm not going to end on a negative note, but I'm going to wait till we come to the right time to throw my bomb out there. But it is a shakeup, and I think... For people that lean conservative, that still have some of the traditional values, the moral majority, whoever they were, I never met them, but you know, all those people that don't espouse all this left-wing stuff, we're having a hard time finding a voice to represent those people. Now, Steve, you may know the answer to this being a media guy. Sean Hannity's radio show, I don't believe that is owned by Fox, is it? If he got into a dispute with Fox and had to leave, he could continue yeah, his it, radio show, couldn't he? Yeah, I... I'm trying to remember what's because I don't remember ever hearing is. the word Fox when I've heard Sean on the radio. Yeah, it's not. And I have wondered at times why he, but probably his arrangement for Fox is that up to now he can't really say anything on the radio that he wouldn't have been able to say on Fox. But if he were to leave Fox, that would start to change. Sean Hannity's show is owned by iHeart Media currently. Oh, okay. iHeart. Oh, all right. 
There you go. I'm on iHeart. Yeah, we all are here. Uh, aren't, yeah. aren't we all? Yeah. <laughs> Steve, do you, you want to be on iHeart? Yeah. Get the hell out of here. No, I'm just, just kidding. Just kidding. Oh, man, did he say that? Is he going to bleep himself? No, that get through, does that get through the FCC? As long as we're on K-Praise, that was what I was told for oh. that part. Cause we, if we're See, now I do a show on K-Praise also. I'm just glad that's not the one I'm doing tonight. Yeah. So what I was also going to mention, too, is that Tucker Carlson makes $35 million for his TV show, and then Fox has the rights to his podcast as well, which is an extra $6 million so on top of that. So he can't just go on with the podcast. Right? Correct. Now, yeah. so for him specifically, Tucker Carlson, Carlson's podcast. He's going to have to either make a new one, or I don't know if it's inside his contract. Maybe he can Certain go to iHeart. Poss- possibly. There's a happy home here for you, Tucker. <laughs> I, well, I'm just assuming, based on his name recognition, there might be some issues on that contract, and so iHeartRadio would have to buy out the rights from Fox News to say, "Hey, we're going to take Tucker Carlson's name rights so we can make our own podcast and be nationally syndicated." It's from just there, abominable. So. First, they've got to censor him by getting rid of him, and then they've got to make sure he can't speak anywhere else. I've got a proposal. How many of you people, Brandon included? Know who Robert Zimmerman is? I'm not familiar. The with name's Robert. slightly like, ringing a bell, but I, I think I'm confusing him with some movie it's director. From Hibbing, Minnesota. You know him as Bob Dylan. Oh, uh, that's well, right. His I, name I is Robert known, Zimmerman. I would not have known that was his real name. Get a pseudonym, man. Mark Twain, right? Yeah. yeah. Just, just change make it up, up a fake name, and what are they going to do? Sucker Tarlson. <laughs> Nobody will ever recognize that. Sucker Tarlson tonight. That's funny. <laughs> there are options now and i'd like to kind of throw this out to you guys because there have been a lot of them you know they've been bailing out or being fired or whatever and we mentioned before the show what if some billionaire (coughs) elon uh (laughs) or somebody that has money that knows there's a market for conservative yeah and elon musk doesn't seem to be any staunch conservative but he knows he knows a market and he doesn't like censorship and right now that's good enough for me so someone of that nature just start a whole new network. Why not? Well, th- another aspect you have to think about is streaming has exploded. Oh, yeah. And it's being defragmented because everybody's starting their own platforms. Yeah. Well, our house, for example, we have not watched regular television in something like five years. Yeah, me too. So whatever the entity, Elon or some other yeah. outfit, I honestly feel it'll be a streaming platform. Why not? You that know, makes the most sense. That's the only place where he's going to be able to just speak with impunity and yeah. not get yanked off the air. Right. And I've been a KCBQ fan since I was a teenager, but things are going that way. But there's got to be some option. I think something's going to happen. We're, well, uh, the option is to do both a broadcast and a podcast yeah. and just keep your foot in both doors. That's the option that I would choose if I were in that situation. But something's got to give. Okay. So we were talking about Fox News, yeah. Tucker Carlson. Yeah. Three guys that don't know what's going on with that, but we're going to tell you what we think is going on anyway, because what kind of talking heads would we be if we didn't do that? Exactly. Well, you're the pro. I'm just, I'm a guest. Oh, the the old (laughs) faded humility. I'm going to get out of this anyway I can. That's like the guy that says I'm not a good singer before he gets up to sing so that everyone will go, oh, well, you know, that really wasn't all that bad. But my my point is how many of us sit and watch news anymore? I mean. I do not. I aggregate my own news uh, from the sites that I want to read. Right. The whole idea of, I mean, I saw this hilarious Babylon B. Oh, I love, love the Babylon they, they were showing this elderly woman holding a remote control and shaking. It said millions of baby boomers were contacting their kids to help them program their TV 
because they can't watch Fox anymore. <laughs> that's, yeah. That is, that's that awesome. Is that's genius. Yeah. yeah, I love the bee. I've met the editor of the Babylon Bee. Oh, nice. You have him on the show yet? He's offered to come on as a guest. We just haven't gotten it set up. Yet. I'm giving you a word from God, Bob. <laughs> Get that it's, a, Babylon it's a good idea. <laughs> well, and one of our prestigious uh, rotating co-hosts, Mike Friedenberg, who used to write for National Review, now writes for the Epic Times, which I think is becoming the premier conservative publication. Okay. I can't keep up. There are always new medium coming out. And so if Fox, I'm sad. They don't even go to their website anymore. Hey, if Fox wants to fold, I'd be happy to deliver a lovely eulogy at at their funeral. A lovely eulogy. Yeah, I believe you. I'll tune in. You're a voice. There are voices, but Fox was the biggest one nationally or worldwide maybe. And it was Beating the heck out of the other networks with the ratings. Three to one. Wow. And I, I think Notice shoot- I said heck, just yeah, in yeah, case yeah. you ever want to cut a Thank KPRZ version of this. <laughs> hey, you can't fire me, so I'll swear all I want, dog. Right. On it. I don't even go to their website anymore. I've gotten so tired. It's become like the Inquirer. You know, half the stuff they do in there has nothing to do with news or anything. So I kind of was already getting off the Fox bandwagon, but this stuff here is like... Well, I've what? lost respect for them since 2020 when they started yeah. abandoning the whole thing with the yeah. election. So not to bash other networks, because we here at Salem Broadcasting still hold to the truth. And, um, <laughs> but it's kind of a sign of the times. But there has to be the voice crying in the wilderness and whatever means you can find to be a voice. And that's why I'm back to, I would love to see somebody with a whole lot of money <clears throat> or someone who could fund a new, whether it's a radio station or it's an online thing or some sort of, you know, streaming is really, everything's going that way. But there needs to be a place that's accessible to people so that the truth can be out there, it sounds like X-Files, and that people have access to it. Most people now can get online. If they don't own a computer, they can go to the library. So that's fairly accessible. They can. A lot of people just won't because they're not of that generation. I can do it on my phone. You know, when I, I came here now, when I travel, I don't. I used to bring a laptop, and then I went to an iPad. Now I just bring my phone because my phone will do everything. Oh, yeah. yeah. I just have to wear reading glasses. <laughs> but there has to be a way to keep the truth out there. So I'm getting darker and darker here and more despairing. I promise, folks, we're going to end on a positive note. Speak for yourself, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> New platforms, technology. Where are we going to get the conservative voice out if the radio stations and networks refuse Uh, And and again, so far, that has not been a problem with the Salem Network, so we're very happy to be a part of them. That's why I'm happy to be in this room. Where did I read they were trying to no longer install AM radios in in modern vehicles? Yeah, they're trying to get rid of AM radio in general. Oh, boy. And so that's why a lot of AM... suppose there's an agenda behind that, since that's the home of most talk radios. I'm assuming so. And then on top of that, you have all these internet search platforms that are burying down your conservative Well, AM radio was almost dead, and Rush Limbaugh almost single-handed brought it right. I couldn't agree more. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, he literally was the savior. Okay. So we, you know, but I have just something I want to throw out there because this, this is what I do sometimes on this show. And I want to look at the spiritual aspect of it. It says very clearly that we wrestle not with flesh and blood. And it seems like all the time we're battling the, the almighty dollar or the impotent president or whoever. There is a spiritual thing going on. And I think particularly when Tucker started taking on some of the abuses of children and these things that are, that are just horrific to me, that they're actually doing this stuff and justifying it, I think it rattled some cages in high places. 
Yeah, I don't think The View was ready to sign Tucker up as a regular after any of that. Wouldn't that be fun, though, just for one episode? <laughs> there were some memes about that. It was hilarious. Yeah, but seriously, I think I've always felt this, that our real battle is with spiritual entities. And I know not everybody that listens to this show may buy into that or subscribe to that thinking, but I believe that for everything in our tangible, visible world, the five senses perceived, I think there is something going on in the invisible realm. And I suspect that there's some of that activity that's taking place in all of this. That's just that's that's just my theory. Well, as Christians, we absolutely know that that's true. That is yeah. what's going on behind the scenes. Yeah, there's so much going on. Is what I tell myself every morning. There's so much going on all at once. Yeah. You say the Almighty Dollar. That'll be digital currency very soon, my friend. Oh yeah, and you remember our pastor George Gregg out there at Faith Chapel. He used to talk about that there would be a cashless society. And it was laughable, mm -hmm. but we're headed that way. And a controlling government loves a cashless society. You bet. Yeah. Hey, who told you you could buy meat? We're just going to freeze all your digital cash. Yeah. Who told you you could purchase gasoline? And I do this now because it's so darn convenient. I went to Starbucks uh, this morning. Used your phone? And I used my phone. I have my credit cards now. I just have to lay it on there. Boom. And it reads the chip. And all of that is so darn convenient. And so it's making it easier. It is convenient, but it's a double-edged sword as well. Oh, absolutely. Well, but, uh, look at gun control just as an argument. They can't get legislation through. It keeps getting shot down because, thankfully, we have a constitution. But in, in a digital currency world, it could easily shut you off from buying bullets for those guns. Come on down to Texas, brother. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. I, I'm going to say this. It's not totally relevant to the show, but since you brought that up, when that Antifa thing broke and there were all these demonstrations of burning down stuff, a bunch of them went down to the Alamo in the city I live in, San Antonio, and they were going to go down there. And they were greeted by a line of Texans that had their rifles and shotguns, and it was the shortest demonstration in history. They just, oh, what? I'm sorry, wrong address. Gotta go. Was Beto a dork among them? You know, he's the uh, Lino, the Latino in name only. That's, that's Irish Latino to you, buddy. The bino, he's, <laughs> exactly. he's the bino, the brain in name only. I'll tell you, though, the, the church that I pastored all those years was right down in the middle of everything and he had signs in every yard and it bothered me that he could even get that much support <clears throat> soros you know he i can't believe that now i guess i can because look at the doofus we've got in the white house and then it's frightening to think if something happened to joe Who's if come on we get giggles as vice president oh my oh so we're here because we're here and i like to say we're here to particularly appreciate the fact that we're here you're here i'm here we're all here i hear you yeah, yeah. <laughs> no so yeah it, it's kind of hitting levels that we never thought were imaginable we've had some goofy people in power but it's crazy we've never I, had such a complete moron no, no, in the White no, House as we no. Did. no and no. it makes you wonder is he really neither we had anybody as morally not. bankrupt as him yeah yeah, yeah. So here we're back to, and I've, this has been my punchline many, many times on this show, and I tried to introduce that with the thought that, you know, we're wrestling with spiritual principalities and powers of darkness, and so the only real solution, the only weapon, the only hope I have anymore is a genuine spiritual renewal. Revival, if you want to call it that. There needs to be not just, I mean, we can legislate, we can march, do all of that stuff. I vote every time there's an election, but we need to pray that something happens, that the blinders come off, that there is, okay, I'm going to say this, the following views are not necessarily those of Bob Siegel, KCBQ, or the Salem Broadcasting Network. We have to have revival, and if it takes 
judgment on this nation if it takes a collapse that brings people to their knees and they cry out, oh my God, oh my God, what have we done? Well, just since you gave that little disclaimer, when Jim talks about judgment, he's not talking about the way a Muslim extremist would, where they are going to use a jihad to bring about the judgment. Jim's just talking about what God and his sovereignty might allow without us having anything to do. And here's what God has done historically through the Bible. He uses the ecology, so famines, earthquakes, things like that. He uses the economy, total economic collapse. And last resort, he will use an invasion of enemies abroad. Or he might let some moron get into the White House, perhaps. <laughs> that will open the door just to Just thinking things. off the top yeah. of my head. But I'm just saying, if that's what it takes, Lord God Almighty, do whatever you have to do to bring this people back to a place of reckoning. Just read the history of Israel. And I hate to say stuff like that because it sounds negative, but you know what? Whatever it takes to get this nation to turn back to God, because there was a time when the majority of the people were interested in honoring God. We've talked about that. The and founding even if fathers, they weren't born-again Christians, yeah. they at least had a moral sense yeah. and a sense of right and wrong. So whatever it takes to get us back to that, and I shudder because I have children, grandchildren, and now a great-grandson, but I'd rather see God's hand bring us back than to see what I shudder when I think about what my grandchildren are going to grow up in. I pray every yeah. day that my grandchildren will be delivered from social engineering. Yeah. Every single day. Yeah. I make that. So that's where I'm at on the thing. So I always turn now prophet. you said you were going to end on a high, on a high note, note, Jim. Where, where's this high note? Waiting for it. I believe that we are so ripe for revival. Go see the movie Jesus Revolution, and we are like that to the 10th power right now, the way the, the country was then. We are ripe for revival. That's my hope, and I believe it can happen. It would be good to see another revolution like that. Amen. Okay. We did a review of that movie a few weeks ago, by the way. Wonderful movie. Jim and I were completely in concurrent on that. We just saw it the other day, and it was much better than I thought. Much, uh, well, much better. We were talking about that. Christian yeah. films have a tendency to be cheesy right. and yeah, yeah. paint with broad brushes, right. and the non-Christians are the bad guys, and the Christians are the good. I liked how they showed the complications of the Christians. And right. They, Me they too. showed Lonnie Frisbee derail and things that you wouldn't expect to see in a Christian movie. So there was a lot of honesty mm. that I really did like. Even so, come Lord Jesus. Uh, yes. All right. Well, that was a good, happy ending, Jim. And both of you, Steve and Jim, it's always an honor to have both of you gentlemen in the studio. This is Bob C. Making the obvious obvious. The Bob Siegel Show podcast is a production of Bob Siegel and Cross Global Media. Visit us online and subscribe to the show at cgmradio.com/slash Bob.